legends sell well in bourbon. You know, if you got a cool story behind the name, it's it's a it's a cool. Uh, you know, I wouldn't name a bourbon after me if I did it personally. I would name it after some legend. It would be cooler that way. I mean, my bourbon's gonna be called Herbst. Yeah, Herbst. <laughs> Herbst. Burbst. Herbst. Burbst. Try that. Herbst. Burbst. Burbst. Yeah. yeah. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. Uh, it's been a crazy week for Chill Filtered, and uh, but before I get to anything like that, I wanted to talk about some business. Uh, just the big business I want to talk about today, for the most part, is hit us up on Instagram. Uh, we had a few people reach out this week, and it's been really encouraging in that way. Uh, but if you don't know uh, our handle, or whatever you call it on Instagram, it's at Chill Filtered Podcast. So that's all I got in terms of business today. Hit us up. We love talking to our listeners. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Robbie, I know you've had a hard week, so uh, I want to hear how you're doing right now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm okay. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's been a little tricky. Uh our uh, 13 year old Chih Tzu Maltese Opie, who's like oh. the coolest dog ever, um, we ended up having to put he a. Was. Yeah. Try not to get too emotional. I'm, I'm an emotional guy in general and I love my dog. So, um, yeah, we had to end up putting him down. And it was a little surprising too. He uh, got real sick. Um, was it like Wednesday night? Um, and like I had like diarrhea, bloody diarrhea and stuff. And so oh. we ended up running to like the emergency vet that morning and. They kept him for a couple nights, and he just wasn't getting better. And then we did a scan and uh, had some issues going on where it was going to require surgery. And at his age, you oh. know, it, it wasn't a guarantee. And they also found some uh, other th- things going on, so we had to put him down. But, uh, yeah, so that, that was rough. And, um, that, uh, yeah, so, it was, you know, you and you had, like, all your stuff Thursday going on, your birthday and all that. And then, yeah. like, we were going to record Saturday because we were supposed to be in Spokane. It was going to be nap time yesterday we record. And then, like... It's been crazy trying to figure out time to record, so I'm glad we're getting at it, man. It's good. Um, it is yeah. kind of nice. So we're a little distracted right now because we, uh, you know, we uh, we're in Spokane with my uh, wife's family, and they have this awesome house on uh, nice. a lake up here, and we've been jet skiing and wakeboarding, and the kids have been playing, and so it's it's that it's been good distraction. But uh, yeah, missing my pup. So oh, for yeah. sure. He, like he, Opie was a cool like Opie was a little dog, and when we first got him. My wife was like, you know, this is the dog I want to get. She's always, she always grew up with like a little dog, and uh-huh. like quoting my father, I was like, I don't want a rat dog. And we get this uh-huh. rat dog. It's going to be your dog, your responsibility. I got nothing to do with it, but you can get it. And uh, she brought him yeah. home, and he was like the size of a. He was like oh, not even like a, like a mouse or something. And uh, she's like, uh-huh. I got to go to class, and she just gave him to me. And then like from then on, like the dog woman. <sighs> Opie was a little dog where people were like I don't like little dogs. I'm like you haven't met Opie. Like uh-huh. Opie was cool. Opie was a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. Like, he wasn't yipper yapper. He was like on off switch. He'd either be playing with you, like wanting to fight you, or he was napping in your lap. So yeah. Anyway, rest in peace, Opie you- Peepo Woods. We loved him. Yeah, I. I just think of, I don't like Shih Tzus, I don't like Maltese, but I loved Opie. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's the thing about him. I mean, I love that his full name was Opie P. Popowitz, mm-hmm. and he truly was that kind of dog by name. You, you know, it's character. like that's a name for that kind of dog. Yeah, character. he's got a character. He's he's He was um, very loving, never hurt, never wanted to, you know, get on the offensive, that dog. He was always... 
just a fun little dog he and was. chilled for the most part, you know. He was. He's a good guy. And a lot of times, you know, I, I know I talk yeah, about so. Moose a lot on the podcast because Moose is like the heavy farter and kind of interrupts things with volume. <laughs> uh, but Opie was, you know, typically on my lap when I was recording, so missing him a little bit right now. Especially. Oh, but anyway, yeah, you sure. know, it happens. He was older, so how? And then you yeah. and like you on the opposite end of things, you had an amazing week. How how was your week? Uh, it was. It was actually. Um, Besides one thing, it was a. It would have been a really hard week. Oh, really? Um, to be honest, oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. I just um, assumed. There's, there's no, no, no. But you're uh, the thing is, it was a good week because of that one thing. Um, so uh, there's one even thing that I, um, I'm not even going to get into. Uh, it's kind of just hit hit us hard. Um, uh, my wife and I this week, and that was, uh, yeah. I won't even get into it. It's a little bit personal. Um, but then, um, my AC went out on Wednesday again, my exams on Thursday. Yeah. And it was 30 days. It was like 34 days or something since we put in our home warranty thing. Mm -hmm. So we had to pay again. Um, which wasn't a big, I mean, it's not that much as like basically a deductible. Um, but, uh, they fixed it. Hopefully it will stay that way. Um, but we got a hotel room on Wednesday night because I'm like, yeah. if I can't find sleep tonight before my exam, that's going to be a big problem. And then um, I go into my exam and studied, you know, over 350 hours for this exam, over a year uh, in total. Um, and I'm a little nervous and I normally do okay test mm-hmm. day. But the first problem on the exam, it's a three hour exam. First problem, I don't totally know the answer to. And I'm like, okay, moving on. Let's, you know, let's pick it up and go to the next. And I did not feel super confident in this exam. This is the first time I passed an exam. And long story, I passed the exam. So thank you, everyone, who's been rooting for me for that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, during the exam, I'm like, this week is going to suck. <laughs> like, so <laughs> bad. And uh, and then I, I I felt like there was a chance. Because one of the things about this exam is that if you get they, they judge it by a question bank of difficulty type or mm-hmm. like certain degree of difficulty questions and if you get a harder exam in terms of degree of difficulty on average they will lower the pass rate or lower the pass number of questions uh, but if you get a really easy exam you better get more questions right than a harder exam if that makes any sense yeah um so I must have gotten a pretty hard one because I felt like I didn't get as much as I have on the past passes of exams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got a congratulations at the end of the exam. And I just, I in my chair, I was in a testing center, so you can't make any noise or anything. But I just did this like awesome like fist pump, like, <laughs> mm, you know, like when I uh, saw the congratulations. And uh, yeah, it's hard because, I mean, at this point, I have failed as many exams as I've passed. So when people say like, oh, it's easy, Cole, you're so smart. And, not, you know, not to like boast or anything. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. But people are like, oh, you'll totally nail this one. Not the case, actually. <laughs> uh, but this one I did. So I'm super grateful. I'll probably study for the next one in the next month or so. I'll probably pick it up because uh, that's only three and there's 10. Oh, so um, but I get a raise. Nice. And uh, and yeah, I just. It's 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 much more on my resume to have three exams as opposed to two. So, um, so that was great. My my wife even we celebrated my birthday, which was Thursday, which was the day I took the exam, uh, as well. 
and she bought me all these like little things off my Amazon wish list, nice. and that was like amazing to me. Yeah, it's just like that was that was a great time. It was the AC wasn't fixed yet, so we went to bed that night and got like no sleep. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy when you're. I mean, our house was literally ninety nine degrees. That's disgusting. Inside, that's horrible. Yeah. And I mean, the next day was 111. Friday was 111 uh, during the day outside, not inside. Uh, so we're like, we better get this fixed soon. So it got fixed at like 10 a.m. on Friday. There you go. That was great news. I'm 30 years old. Um, and we, yeah, we're just uh, looking forward to this coming week. Uh, hopefully it still works out that we can make it our way to Boise. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. And then... Uh, that's kind of on the on the top of my mind. Work's been good. I have a big project, but it's chugging along real nice. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to not talking about studying for like a long time. I think like, I'm just... looking forward to not hearing. Uh, never mind. That was rude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's so nice when you can put stuff just behind yeah. you and be like, okay, done for now. Oh, yeah. I want to ceremonially burn my... Um, my uh what do you call them flashcards i just want to just burn them and feel okay about that i'll never have to price a put or a call again price a put which are financial options derivatives yeah okay anyway all right um and yep that's all i got perfect it's been a crazy week okay so and i'm hoping our next episode that we record will be in person yeah Oh, we got to record a couple too. I uh, I'm getting my tonsils out. Oh, for sure. Get my tonsils out August sixth, and from what everybody says, oh, okay. it's the That'll worst thing ever. And I don't think I want to pour alcohol on it. So I'll be out for Ooh. a couple of weeks. So, oh yeah, that will double up yeah, or triple yeah. up if we need to. Yeah. Um, so, no, that's great. And I uh, couriered a package your way. So awesome. on Wednesday you should receive Ooh. that. The courier okay. should drop that. Couriered off. packages are the best packages. Yeah. So don't open it because it's got a surprise for you in there. Okay, okay. Hey, uh, have we even mentioned what we're drinking yet? We haven't. I'm pretty good at that lately. <laughs> um, we are drinking, everyone. We are drinking Old Fitzgerald 13-year Bottled and Bond. It's off their Decanter Bottled and Bond series of Heaven Hill, that is. And uh, we'll get into more history on that. But is there anything else you want to talk about, well, Robbie, before to, we go I'm to break? I'm ready to drink this, man. Sweet. Let's send it to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, some notes I wanted to get to on my cool little sheet that I always write up every week. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to some of our Patreon supporters, our great Patreon supporters. There's Tim and Sarah Murray, uh, who are actually supplying uh, me and you, Robbie, a uh, sample soon. That is something that we should do, but we mm-hmm. haven't done. And I'll, I'll say now, they have uh, Makers 46, and they're like, we'll give you a totally sample for that. Nice. Uh, when we haven't done Makers Mark yet, mm-hmm. so that would be a great one. Uh, we have Caleb Olson, Jason Preston, Miles Ferguson, Nathan Anthony, and then we had some guy named Robbie Dedlow drop off. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I it's did. about time. I, well, I, yeah, I knew, I, uh, I had a, I lost a credit card, so then my account got stopped. So sorry. Oh, that's what happened. I, no, no, do your thing. You're you're part of the crew now, so <laughs> you're contributing in other ways. Um, so uh, what we're drinking today is like i mentioned old fitzgerald 13 year bottled and bond uh, this is our first 
old Fitz release, uh, but definitely not our first Heaven Hill product. Uh, in fact, it was funny that last week we pitted Larceny uh, Barrel Proof against this mm-hmm. because they were both weeded Heaven Hill products in <laughs> like, and both technically uh, they were both uh, honoring John E. Fitzgerald, which is kind of funny. Um, and I didn't even realize that until I started doing the, the basic research on both of them. Uh, so we'll talk about Heaven's, Heaven Hill Distillery real quick. And I don't have much to talk about. I wanted to talk about Johnny Fitzgerald a little more today. Uh, Heaven Hill is in Bardstown. Uh, it's, it's headquartered in Bardstown, Kentucky. But they're distilling these days out of Louisville, the Bernheim Distillery. Uh, owned by themselves, actually. This is one of those big distilleries that's not owned by a bigger company. Nice. They are privately owned. As opposed to, yeah, like even Buffalo Trace and, you know, Jack Daniels, they all got bigger, bigger owners to Mm -hmm. them. Uh, But Heaven Hill does not. So it was founded in 1935, right after Prohibition. Uh, Didn't want to focus too much on, yeah, like I said, the distillery. But um, yeah, we're going to focus on the brand and the guy. Uh, And there's really cool legends of of this guy. Uh, But there's, it's, it's cool. I'll go into it. So old Fitzgerald, the legend is that it was first produced in 1870, uh, which actually shares a start date with another brand, Old Forester, but that's just a coincidence. Uh, Originally sold uh, privately to like private clubs and rail lines by a guy, supposedly uh, by a guy named John E. Fitzgerald out of Frankfort, Kentucky. That didn't seem like the truth when I actually really looked into it. There were a (laughs) lot of differing accounts. Um, even Wikipedia had like a big page and it did not seem correct by when I looked (laughs) deeper into the, which is Wikipedia. Um, but I found that there was a guy named Solomon C. Herbst, uh, that had a lot to do with the brand. What's his last name again? Herbst. That's, uh, (laughs) herb and ST. So Herbst. (laughs) Yeah. It's a hard one. He was apparently Prussian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, John E. Fitzgerald was said to be this Irish master distiller that uh, turned out to be this fantastic bourbon maker. And that was the legend that Solomon Herbst, Herbst <laughs> wanted you to believe. Uh, he crafted this legend to make it seem like this epic whiskey man from Ireland ran this distillery that Herbst guy owned. Um, legends sell well in bourbon. You know, if you got a cool mm-hmm. story behind the name, it's it's a it's a cool. Uh, you know, I wouldn't name a bourbon after me if I did it personally. I would name it after some legend. It would be cooler that way. I mean, my um, bourbon's gonna be called Herbst. Yeah, Herbst, <laughs> Herbst, Burbst, Herbst, Burbst. Try that Herbst, Burbst, Burbst. Thing. Yeah, it just wouldn't last. And that's the reason why <laughs> Erps, this this he was he was a, a, a Prussian-born dude. So back in like the late 1800s, uh, so he knew his name was not American enough <laughs> or like recognizable enough for that. So yeah, that's why he did it. Uh, but it actually turns out that John E. Fitzgerald was a real man, according to Van Winkle history, uh, the distillery that sold Old Fitz. Uh, which was a weeded bourbon, for the record, uh, was bought out by Julian Van Winkle, and basically Stitzel Weller. Um, John E. Fitzgerald was a U.S. bonded treasury agent 
who would regulate the bonded warehouses for Stitzelweller. Oh. Um, so legend is that he had one of the two keys uh, to the uh, government bonded warehouse and the second key, uh, and he got the second key from an employee who left the company. And apparently he would like go in and steal some bourbon, especially from the top <laughs> floors of the Rick house. And they would like find him like sometimes like hiding behind a barrel or something like that. Uh, that's the legend. That's, and that's uh, like, I, apparently they'd find... I feel like that'd be uh-huh. something I would do. Like, I got the key. I'm going I'm I'm yeah. to sneak some sips. I got both keys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and just be like, I'm just quality control, baby. Um, and so they'd find these like partly empty barrels and they'd call them Fitzgerald barrels. And uh, But the stories of herbst and the old fitzgerald brand from in the late 1800s and the stories of stitzelweller they don't match up too much in terms of name uh the herbst guy it was like 1880s stitzelweller didn't open until 1935 so it doesn't make sense that these are the exact same person or that these stories are completely legit Uh, i'm just gonna say that but i do more so believe the uh, u.s bonded agent story um but that's just me. Uh, when Stitzelweller went under in 1972, they sold off their brands to other companies, uh, one of which, Heaven Hill, uh, took the old Fitz name. And um, so Heaven Hill started uh, releasing uh, old Fitz bottled and bond decanter series in 2018 with a spring and a fall release. And there's supposed to be 10 bottles altogether. Uh, but we so far, I believe we've only seen four. There was a uh, eleven year, a nine year, a thirteen year, and a fifteen year. And today we're drinking spring of two thousand nineteen bottle. This is the thirteen year. Uh, and what we're drinking today, the Old Fitz thirteen year bottled and bond. I feel like they made it bottled and bond to connect with that bonded yeah. warehouse story. Um, that makes sense. And for those who don't know or don't remember. Here's what bottled and bond is legally. It means the bourbon needs to be at least four years old, needs to be aged in government regulated warehouses, needs to be from a single distiller at a single distillery in a single distillery season, uh, needs to be exactly 100 proof, and needs to meet label requirements by law. So if you just think it's four years and 100 proof, not exactly true. There are a few other things. Um, but this is a 13 year, as you know, the name suggests, uh, the mash bill is 75% corn, 20% wheat, 5% malted barley and total wine price is around, I didn't see it on total wine, uh, but the suggested retail was around 130 okay. for this bottle. So, uh, that's all I got in terms of history. Uh, let's crack this yeah. puppy. I am excited cause we like, we've had some rough whiskeys last month so i'm, I'm assuming this is not this is not going to be uh, below the five range on ratings here so yeah yeah for sure um i realize we're doing really quick on or we're ahead on time for a while so feel free to take your time ah, um, sit back yeah. sit back relax pour yourself oh my some 13 year bottled and bond whiskey have you smelled this yet yeah Smells good. This is not, I mean, I would, if you were, you know, put this in a lineup, 
and say which one of these just on nose is you know 50 proof i would not pick this there's like no vapor on it no vapor on it at all it's like i mean there's no no vapor there at all so it's not i typically i think in my opinion at least with a bond you do get some of that vapor because you know 50 is pretty good oh yeah but there's nothing on it yeah it's a real delicate nose like it's that's a good point it's like a there's definitely the corn. You can shove your whole nostrils in here I'm, and not yeah. cough. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to snort some of this just to see if it even hurts because yeah. I, I doubt it. I mean, it's super subtle. There's like a little bit of corn there. Yeah. A little apple And this is high corn. Yeah. 75% corn on this guy. Um, it's, it's very, um, on the nose, it is very pleasant. I can't, I can't, I, yet I can't um, call out any big notes. You're right. There's a little bit of corn there. I'm getting like a little. It's good, but yeah. A little I apple, can't. maybe like a little yeah. spicy little vanilla, maybe. I don't know, but it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely is a bourbon. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the legs on my, uh, not that that's a big determining factor of what we do here but uh some crazy legs on the uh, glass i'm drinking from with the alcohol content but i'm gonna go for a sip i assume robbie yeah this is this is interesting i mean i'm very intrigued with this it's not i mean it's got some complexity to it but it's not i mean it's real subtle like i really it's hard to pull something out i'm getting like i don't even know how to describe um like it's definitely a little hotter on the palate than it is on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's very hot on the palate. Yeah. And like I, I, it tasted one way, and then all of a sudden, kind of slowly rose into something else. And I'm not able to put my finger on it at all. A um, little bit of bitterness on the very end, but not much. That's true. Um, what are you getting? So what I'm getting. Go ahead. Oh, I, I oh yeah. So what, what I'm getting is, um, uh, first of all, yeah, it was hot. Uh, it wasn't like burning, but it was the front and center note of and i don't often say the burn is like a flavor note but that's all i could get for the first five seconds uh, was a lot of heat of the alcohol um and then it faded into this um grassy mm, earthy okay. oaky like burnt oaky not not like um you know like the wood oakiness it was mm-hmm. more like a charred oak of course um and then Kind of faded out, a little bit of bitterness. Um, it's dry altogether. I wouldn't call this super sweet. No, uh, in terms of the bourbon, yeah. But it's uh, it's got a sweetness to it still. But mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's definitely oak, and I can see the earthiness of it. Mm-hmm. You getting the grassiness? Uh, yeah, I mean, not necessarily. Nothing's really standing out too much for me, but I can see where you're at, and I definitely would mm-hmm. lean that way. Yeah, fresh cut grass for me. So I. Drop um, a little water. I know you ready to move on to water. I'm about to. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a little brighter. Like it's a uh, it's a little more. Uh, there's a little more sweetness on the nose there. I think the um, mm. maybe like vapors are showing up with a little water. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. This is a really interesting whiskey. I like this. This is one mm. where, I mean, you know, it's priced a little bit higher but i would love to just like pull this out and just see what other people are getting off of it you know like for sure yeah 
Nose-wise, is sweeter. I get a little bit of that spice. comes out a little bit more. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. It's a fu- this is fun. <laughs> this is one that I don't necessarily want to talk about because I want to... Yeah. <laughs> so, this is a bad podcast. And the whiskey. other thing... Great whiskey, bad for podcasting talking. It is. Um, one thing to note is that this is one of the weirdest weeded bourbons I've ever had. Uh, normally, weeded bourbons, I feel very sweet. Oh, densely sweet. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, sugary sweetness and not sharply sweet it's like it's like uh earthy not earthy like but well-bodied mm-hmm. sweetness um this is not super sweet and you know maybe that's just the age and the the you know the charred barrels over mm-hmm. time um this is yeah i could i can very uh confidently say this is the least sweet weeded bourbon i've probably ever had okay um and yeah i don't i like it i don't love it yeah well it's so far it's super intriguing that's for sure it's really it's got a lot of complexity to it um this reminds me a little bit of um one that i've had it was uh william larue weller 2015 mm -hmm. um it was very earthy. And, of course, William LaRue Weller is a lot older um, than your average weeded. And what William LaRue is, I forget what year or how old the 15, 2015 was. I want to say Willie LaRue is like 12 years old. I might be way off. Um, but it was super earthy. And, of course, it was cast strength. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one's like that. It reminds me a lot of it, and I, you know, that wasn't my favorite year of Willie Larue, to be honest. It was too earthy for me, um, but it was good, and this is good. This is good. Um, yeah, I, I prefer the water. Uh, it definitely mm. heat. I mean, I, so my last sip was right about when Cole started talking. So maybe like a minute or two, and like there's just a heat in my mouth, like a nice warm feeling. I uh, love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, still a little like. Less bitterness than when it was neat, um, so mm-hmm. I kind of like the water there better. But it's a little, it's more vibrant. Like it really brought out a, just a, a stronger kind of punch to the mouth. And again, like I just getting some of that oakiness. Um, it was good. I think water. Um, I'm liking water so far. I just dropped a cube, and uh, it smells fantastic. Lot sweeter. Oh, tons sweeter. Yeah. I dig it. I have a feeling this will taste even better with ice. Mm. Let's find out. Go for the yeah. big old sip. No, definitely the ice brought out a lot of the sweetness. Um, gosh, I, it's, hard. it's killing me because I'm like, I know there's stuff there, and I know I like the nose a lot. I'm just struggling to Ugh. pull stuff out. Uh-oh, was that a good or bad? Bad. Uh-oh, no. <laughs> it's like close to being good. Okay. It's, it is. It is really close to being good. But then it's just bitter. I mean, the ice killed it in terms of flavor. Uh, in my opinion, I'm curious to what you will get from the ice you know, core. I mean, I'll drink it. I'll finish this. But yeah, it's it definitely killed a lot of the flavor. Like, there's just not a lot of complexity there. Um, it's still mm-hmm. good. I like it. It's still good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not getting the bitterness off the ice though, so that's nice. Oh, getting so really? much. Really? Oh man, it's like hard to drink. 
Ugh. Too much. So I get. So I think also my favorite pour will be a little bit, a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. No, I'm between the two. I'll, I'll really kind of go between the two. Yeah. The f- neat and water. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I get a little more, a little more apple, apple and oak. I think that's kind of what I'm mostly getting out of this thing is apple and oak. Mm-hmm. But oh, there's a little bit of yeah. bitterness now. That took the bitterness took a while to show mm-hmm. up. But it's, to me, it's not straight bitter like you were getting. But oh. oh. Yeah, this is, yeah, I think this is a fun, this would be a fun one to bring out to like a bourbon group or a whiskey group, you know, where it's just like, all right, yeah. you know, what do you think? Because there's a lot going on there and it's definitely hard to pinpoint or nail something for me at least and be a good one to just sit and talk yeah. to folks about, so. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You are right there. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, Man, it's, um, we've had, was the three of the four. Three of our four last podcasts, one of us has been like, hey. yeah, we've done. <laughs> what have we done? Woodford, uh, Basil Hayden's Caribbean. Ugh. And then it was, um, uh, what was the other one? Oh, gosh. I don't remember what. It... Yeah, what was it? I don't know. But I, that was another one that I was like, nope. Yeah. Hated it. Huh. Yeah. So. Anyway, I like this one though. This one, I, so at least I got like you were. You weren't too bad with last week's Caribbean, like you were because uh-huh. you, you thought you were. It was like drinking a rum. Yeah, it was like a dark rum. Yeah, yeah. I was not a fan, so I'm just happy that I got a so decent we're switching one. Switching it up. Yeah, I'm feeling good about yeah. this one. I like this one. Yeah, I like this one. Um, I don't know if I'd buy it for that price unless it was like you know had a group mm-hmm. where I was like, hey, here we go, let's figure it out. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, do you got a, a, a rating in mind? Um, this is, I'm going to give it a rating and I'm going to know that a lot of people disagree with me, including yourself. <laughs> um, but I, I'm not, and oh, big shout out, big shout out. This is not our own pour. This is a, uh, a shared couriered pour oh, that's right. from Caleb Olson. So big shout out to the bourbon badger on Instagram. Um, and thank you so much for sharing this with us. And mm-hmm. Caleb, you know. That I will be honest with this one. I could see a lot of people liking this. Um, I don't not like it. I just I, I don't love it. That's for sure. So in my like it, not love it. <laughs> that was that was part uh, of my rating. wedding vows. My wife was like, I don't not like you, yeah. but I don't love you. And it was the worst wedding. Yeah. No, just kidding. That's that's one of my go to yeah. jokes. That was part of our vows. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> There wasn't an absence of love, <laughs> but I wouldn't say there was. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this a uh, six range, sadly. But I'm gonna get a high of six at a six point eight. Okay. Uh, no. Six point nine. <laughs> it's hard. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'm you know not too far away. I def- I like this. I think it's one. Of, I don't know for the price if I would go for it, um, unless it was just mm. like like I said, like you're gonna take it to a group and just it'd be kind of fun to talk about. Yeah. Um. And it, mm. you know, I mean for. For what it is, it's definitely got some allure to it as far as, you know, yeah. you know, a whiskey drinker would see it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go 7.6 on it. I like it. Um, Do it. Yeah. So, it's, it, I think, well, I'm going to go 7.9. I'm going 7.9 because Ooh, I think what it had, it's what it's got going for it is really a complexity. Like, it is. It does. It, it has a little It bit is of unique, and it's got some complexity to it. Um 
And like, I love like neat wise. I'm like, man, like this does not smell like a, a bond, you know, like it was so subtle mm-hmm. and, and, um, not really punching you in the nose kind of a thing. It was so yeah, some yeah. complexity. I'm going to give it a seven, nine and I, I do like it. So I like that. Yeah, that's good. Good. Um, I, yep. I, I think the big things just to reiterate, big things that stood out was I like the neat pour probably the most, but there was that burn. Uh, there was that oakiness that was pretty strong as well as the earthiness, which I, I don't think is my favorite kind of note. Um, and, but I don't often get a cut grass, uh, note on whiskey either. So that was special in in its own way. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Um, anything else before we move on to the next segment? No, I think, I think we're we're good on this. Are we ready for whiskey world news? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's whiskey. Yes. (laughs) Oh, we have such great chemistry, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, Whiskey World News is part of the show where we read an article, we talk about it. We didn't write the article. We just read the article, and here it is. This one comes from uh, thewhiskeywatch.com, and it's by Nino Marchetti. Um, Love it. So Wild Turkey Rare Breed adds a barrel-proof rye whiskey variant. Uh, wild Turkey Rare Breed has long been a staple of the more premium side of the Wild Turkey Whiskey portfolio. Existing as a barrel-proof bourbon that has garnered many awards and lots of praise from fans of this brand, this particular label is now being expanded with the addition of a new barrel-proof rye whiskey. The new Wild Turkey Rare Breed rye, according to those behind it, is a blend of four, six, and eight-year-old non-chill filtered rye whiskeys that's bottled directly from the barrels without adding a single drop of water to cut the proof. It is being made available as a permanent expression. Besides being the latest rare breed, this whiskey is also the latest in a growing line of rye whiskey from Wild Turkey, which also included Wild Turkey Rye, Wild Turkey 101 Rye, Russell Reserve Six-Year-Old Rye, and Russell Reserve Single Barrel Rye. The distillery noted with some pride that it was among the very few distilleries dedicated to the ongoing production of rye whiskey, even as prohibition and subsequent drinking trends caused the spirit to fall from favor. Um, and I'll go and stop there. Um, Actually, uh, this last little part I read. Plans call for a wild turkey rare breed bottled at 112.2 proof to be available at select retailers for around $60 per 750 milliliter bottle. Um, so that's it. So it's about, yeah, 112 proof, $60. Um, I don't know, cool. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I I need to get into their rare breed line. Because mm-hmm. one, it's, it's one of the most available and cheapest cast strength whiskeys you can get. Yeah. Like, their rare breed bourbon, you can get for, like, less than 50, mm-hmm. which is insane. And what'd you get? Yours, like, 40-something easily? Um, so, last week, actually, I picked up uh, one of their uh, rare breed uh, Kentucky Spirits last week, um, and that was about uh-huh. 55, and then a typical a regular okay. rare breed, I think, for Idaho is 44, but, like... You can find like and it's and it's available enough where it'll kind of go on sale sometimes. So I think I got a bottle for like thirty four dollars. And for I think for, for like the Rayberry Bourbon is one of my favorites. I love that. I would drink that every yeah. single day. Um, it is so yeah. good, uh, especially for that price. So yeah, yeah. And the cool thing is with the Rare Breed is that you know this even for this rye, the next one's one twelve proof or something like that. But the next batch after that's going to be a little different in flavor and in proof, mm-hmm. of course. Um, 
but I think that's pretty cool that you get such an accessible cast strength whiskey, mm-hmm. in this case a rye, that uh, will always be changing. And they're adding it permanently to their line. So I'd be really interested in getting a few uh, batches mm-hmm. and kind of testing them. But yeah. but Wild Turkey's doing well with the cast strength options. Uh, I, I salute them quite a bit because, uh, you know, even... You know, the one of the most accessible, not even that accessible, but one of the most next available ones might be like Stag Junior. Mm-hmm. And that's not even that accessible. Um, and that's hard to find. Yeah. yeah, super hard to find. And it's like at least 65. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, um, and I, prefer, so, yeah. I prefer Stag Junior in general, um, but mm-hmm. Rare Breed is easy to find. It's a good price. And it's like, yeah. it's right there with it. It's just, I would say it's like just a couple decimal points off of a stag junior so yeah yeah so I'm, yeah and for the price and availability yeah that's pretty awesome and that's yeah. one thing yeah and that goes that goes a long way where you're like this is a great whiskey i know i can get it you know so yeah yeah it's one of my favorites so i reason. hope to find that yeah this rye i'm super excited yeah. for i will definitely pick up a bottle anytime i see a variant of any yeah. other rear breeze i always grab a bottle so yeah for sure yeah, that's cool yeah good deal so um, all right, cool. I think so, it's time uh, to move on to our other segment. What whiskey would you choose? <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I think last week was a little little lackluster for us. Uh, surprisingly, though, surprisingly. So the uh, the scenario uh-huh. was, if you were to showcase a whiskey on a show, what whiskey would you showcase? Uh, Cole went with Red Breast, Red Breast, twelve uh, year, and I went with Michter's Rye. And Michter's pulled about sixty-seven to thirty-three percent there. So, um, and the problem with yeah. last week's though, Cole, is it was a uh-huh. bum question because nobody wrote in, nobody cared. Everyone's like, "Whatever, this is a stupid. What whiskey would you choose?" So we have no write-ins. Wait, I thought we had a few write-ins. Did we? Yeah, no, we totally did. Did we? Okay, um, we'll, tr- we'll try. To pull someone them up. said uh, smoke wagon, for example. Oh man, did I mess this up? No, it's all good. We'll figure it out. Okay. Well, you. Well, I'm going to. Okay, let me go to the archive here. Wait, let me see. It, it might be in the notifications section. Okay. Yeah, it's not um, on the time. But I was surprised. While you look, uh, I was surprised that um, that at one point we were even. It was like five to five votes, and then it went hardcore in your favor. Yeah, the last time I saw it, you yeah. were definitely up on it. I'm not finding. Any, I'm not finding. Oh yeah, someone said uh, Bourbon Drinker Two said Booker's Thirtieth was a good oh, option. Okay. Uh, Dramhound. Uh, oh wait, no, that was different. Um, uh, the Bourbon Badger. Caleb Olson said Pappy Van Winkle Twenty Year. Uh, let's see what else. I think that was about it. We only got two write-ins, I believe. Oh, okay. So. Or no. Uh, no, no. Dramhound said Smoke Wagon Uncut Unfiltered, which is great. Where too. are you seeing this at? I can't find it. Uh, on the notifications. Notifications. Oh, it's weird. Did it, oh, Instagram must have changed the way that you find them. Oh, really? I guess so. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. Usually, I usually let you take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But usually we record on Thursday, so they're pretty fresh. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. Um, so, um, thanks for the write-ins, guys. Yeah. Um, Sorry I missed here's them. Here's what we got. <laughs> no. It's all good. Here's what we got this week. And I don't think we've done this because I had it in my like potential list. Okay. Uh, but I, I don't remember ever doing this. Uh, Robbie, you're a school teacher. I am. 
and I am an actuary. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our offices and we have our desks at work mm-hmm. normally, you know, when we're not working from home. Uh, let's just say our companies are totally cool yeah. with us drinking on the job. Yeah. Teach my children. Uh, have hypothetically. Some <laughs> yeah. You know, you probably lock that drawer. Okay. In your case, I'm a, t- I I'm a teacher in drawer. 1950. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Be like, hey, get over at here. At a private Catholic school. Yeah, exactly. Right. And my dad's a huge um, donor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the setup. Everybody here. looks the opposite. Uh, way. This is an oddly specific yeah. what whiskey would you choose? You're a teacher in 1950 yeah. at a Catholic school and your dad's a huge donor. <laughs> Private Catholic, or no, no, public Catholic school. <laughs> yeah, your dad's a huge donor. No, the, the real setup is if you could legally and, and work rules pull it off, uh, what would you keep at your desk at work in terms of whiskey? Oh, man. Okay. So I'm thinking, like, just off the top of my head, I probably want something a little bit stronger because mm-hmm. you just got yeah, like... kids, man. Kids, man. Kids will drive you nuts a little bit. Uh, also... Yeah, more than sherry buds. You know, if you're if you're, when you're working with kids, you don't have a lot of downtime to just sit and linger on a drink you got to put something down fast so you want something a little bit higher proof that you can just have like just a quick nip of um i don't know give me a second here why what are you gonna go for cole i don't know yet i don't think of myself (laughs) no uh my first thought was sazerac but i've used that a lot on recent Mm -hmm. what whiskey would you chooses chooses Um, (laughs) chooses i choose you chooses you um (laughs) pikachu (laughs) So, oh man, okay. I think I'm going to go, and I probably have done this a lot. I would want to show off a little bit with it, too. I'd be like, yo, check this out. <laughs> Open the drawer, you know? Check this out. Then get back to your math. And the, yeah, exactly. And I'm gonna send, or else math. I send the nuns in with their rulers to <laughs> rack your knuckles. Um, I'm probably going to go with a like, I, like rare breed. I'm going to go with the uh, rare breed standard and uh, a little bit higher proof. That's a good Get choice. a quick nip show off a little bit there you go that's what i'm going with yeah what would i do um this is hard because i don't want to go too expensive and i don't want to go um but i probably would go rye rye is the first thing that's come to my mind um so what are some good rye's you know what now you're making me without going too expensive so like now you got me thinking because a ride does sound nice because typically my favorite time of teaching is like in like fall like into fall beginning of winter oh and i would probably season. like that would if you, oh man i kind of would go like a lot 40 or something like that is what i would go with that but i'm sticking with my Ooh, like a standard lot 40 yeah standard lot 40 is good yeah, yeah. it is okay if you got standard lot no no 40, i'm, stick, I'm, I'm sticking go. with my rare breed i'm sticking with my but you okay, just got cool. me talking so no, yeah, for sure. So I'm gonna go old um, Overholt bonded uh, rye, okay. which is a Jim Beam product, as we mentioned last week, uh, off their rye mash bill. Uh, but it's good and it's cheap. It's like twenty bucks, man. Okay. So I wouldn't even have to show off. I'd be like, "Yo, you can buy this cheap, man." Okay. So and it's bonded. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, bonded. I'm gonna switch then. I'm gonna go lot forty standard. I was leaving okay, it open cool. for you, so I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna go. So you have what do you what do you pick again? Uh, old Overholt bonded. Old Overholt bonded. I got lot forty standard. Nice, perfect. 
Love it. Okay. I'm excited to drink Lot 40 cast with you next week, hopefully. Ooh. So. Is that in the courier? That's in the oh, courier. Oh, man. That is so good. I realized, so it was that and Mr. Sam. That cinnamon rye, oh, yeah. that's like my favorite. Oh, man. And those two were like hard yeah. to find. So, yet, like, listeners, if you know of a good cinnamon noted uh, rye, let me, that's available let me know because that's like i realize that's like my will favorite. it baby i can't get will it we don't g- you get will it out in idaho no no oh bro dude any will it rise cinnamon central yeah. cinnamon city will it is so hard to get here so i mean like oh, I, had a, I have a one of my buddies his like boss is a huge whiskey drinker and like he'll and he's got time so he drove around all the liquor stores on delivery day and he got he did get a oh, bottle sure. of it i think rye i think what year you know don't know but it's one of those things where it's like three or four like you really have to like kind of know which shelf like the secret shelves to look on and for sure you probably still won't get it but yeah it's hard to get here so um the but will it's in so arizona they only there's only a few things that you can get there that like like wisconsin you can get sazerac rye like nothing yeah it's so easy to find but everywhere else it's super hard to find mm-hmm. but uh will it is super easy in arizona at least the three and the four year rise okay yeah yeah so we get Saz- what do you think we should uh oh, what uh-huh. I, I i so i am not at my house i don't have my whiskey list i don't even know next well week. we're also um hopefully going to be drinking together so we'll probably and we'll probably record a few that will not be next week's episode so i think we might leave it blank for now and not put it up this week yeah it sounds good and then we'll decide yeah, yeah after that Perfect. yeah which ones but um yeah i feel like this was a really short episode though i expected the history to go really long but it didn't <laughs> <laughs> that's all right sometimes it's, sometimes it's short sometimes it's long you never know <laughs> you never know you never know <laughs> man hey it's you making the jokes now <laughs> yeah sometimes it's short sometimes it's long you never know yeah sometimes it just happens that way anyway yeah. all right man um, yep well it's been good i'm glad uh you guys are having fun in spokane area yeah you guys get on on another one of those um Macklemore um, uh, music videos, maybe. <laughs> That's right. Forgot that was the last. That was the last time we were here around this time. We saw Macklemore shooting. Oh, video. really? Yeah. That's so funny. That is funny. What a great video. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cool. I, uh, I, uh, what was I going to say? I hope I can remember what I'm going to say. And oh, balls. Never mind. I hope that I remember in a second, Cole. Well, I hope you. Uh, uh, are able to have fun out there and uh, able to honor OPP Popowitz as well while uh, while enjoying time with family. And Cole, I hope that things go perfectly according to plan and we get to hang out next week in person. I so deeply hope that. <laughs> so deeply. <laughs> but most of all. But most of all, listeners. listeners. Oh, oh okay, it. you go. <laughs> but, but most, most of, of all, listeners. listeners. We hope. <laughs> that our love of spirits has lifted yours.